Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 412. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, the show where we help entrepreneurs, business owners, and CEOs from around the world to skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. I am your host, Kelly Roach. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have our special guest of the week here with me today, Raina Pomeroy. Raina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to have you here. So I'm going to tell our audience a little bit about you, and then you can fill in any gaps. So guys, Raina is the founder of Raina & Company, which is a life and business success coaching practice for creatives who are right-brained and heart-centered. She helps clients to stop spinning their wheels and take action on what's most important so that they can become the go-to expert in their industry. She's a coach, speaker, educator, and the author of The Big Plan for the Creative Mind, as well as a podcaster. She is the host of the Creative Empire podcast and the Fueled with Heart podcast to educate new entrepreneurs. Her work has been featured on the Entrepreneur on Fire show, as well as Entrepreneur.com, the Huffington Post, the Rising Tide Society, and so much more. You can find out all about her at RainaAndCo.com. So awesome, Raina. I think that everyone that is an entrepreneur tends to fall into these patterns of getting stuck and frozen, spinning their wheels, and feeling overwhelmed, even the most advanced entrepreneurs, because we have so many ideas, right? Totally. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So how did you know that this was your calling and that this is where you needed to be focused on helping people? Oh, my goodness. I think that my best skill sets come from all the different jobs that I've had. And, you know, you can only connect the dots behind you. You can't like connect to the thoughts ahead of you. And so looking back, all of the things that I have done have brought me to the place where I get to do some operations and project management work, but also helping people build really sustainable, happy businesses um, that end up being profitable. And so um, my background was as a social worker. I also worked as a campaign person in operations, and I also had a wedding planning business. And I, what I loved about the wedding planning business, I liked the planning, but honestly, I loved connecting with the doing the creative stuff and really just seeing into people's businesses. And so now I've gotten to combine all of the things that I love the most and get to serve creative entrepreneurs. I love it. That's awesome. And, you know, I think that for all entrepreneurs, we have so many ideas, you know, at once and so little time. And, you know, I know for a lot of my listeners, I'm sure for a lot of your clients as well, they double as parentpreneurs, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, right? So um, even cut that pie down a little bit more. Yeah. I know one of the people that, one of the things that you help people with a lot is being strategic about visibility when they have limited time. So I would love if we could do a little quick session here on that because I think that would be incredibly (laughs) helpful for everyone listening. Yeah, sure. And people starting out in their businesses want to get visibility, but I think there's this sense that we have to figure out what is most important in our messaging, in our understanding of ourselves, how we show up in the world, and what our unique value proposition is, truly unique value proposition. And until we understand that and we do that inner work and get to the core of what it is that we, how we serve best, there's not really a way to get visible in a really strategic way. So I see people kind of posting on social media, hoping for the best. I see people kind of pitching podcasts or doing guest blog posts, 
hoping for the best without a strategy. And I think that one of my biggest focus points for people is if you haven't solidified what it is that you do with your clients, if you don't know what your offerings are, if you haven't packaged up the things that make you you and you're just kind of looking around at everyone else and what they're doing, you're not going to be able to stand out. And so and and the interviews that you're going to have, the the conversations, the blog posts, they're, they're just going to fall flat. And so I don't know if you've experienced this or seen this for your clients, but I find that if when you create a strategy, you want to know what the client or the, the person's journey is that you're taking them on. So what's the touch point that you want to have with the person who's brand new to you and then lead them down this path. And we have this verticals board. It and it actually started with me wanting to organize all of the content that I've created. I know you are a content creator, so you probably understand this, but we create so much content, but we don't know sometimes how to organize all of it, or we try to recreate the wheel. And I just wanted to create a library of content. And it became this Trello board that I actually now give to people. And it's at rainandco.com forward slash verticals that you can organize all of your ideas and your opt-ins, your freebies, the things that you're leading them towards and the seed products. It's essentially the breakdown of a funnel. But what makes it unique and special, I think, is that I want people to articulate what their philosophies are, what their teaching points are, so that they're not recreating the wheel every time a cool new opportunity comes up. And you can just showcase something that you've already got. So you're consistent with your messaging. You know what you're talking about. Your personality just shines because you know your stuff so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's so key. I also think that, you know, just in in general, you know, making sure that when you're going to position yourself in the market that you you talked a lot already about how all the skills from your past jobs are what then helped you to become what you are today and help people the way that you do today. I very much talk about that with, you know, my past experience as well. And those are also like the level two, three, and four things that make you unique and give you Mm -hmm. that kind of exact like DNA of who your ideal client wants to work with. But so many times I think that when people become entrepreneurs, they try to totally compartmentalize their life and they don't want to share the past. They don't value those jobs or those other things that they are do or don't bring them into the business and it makes it almost like numbs you to your audience because they have nothing to cling on to besides this like one thing that you say that you do that everyone else says that they do as well but Mm -hmm. if you bring in those level two three and four things that are unique to you because of your life journey and experience that's the thing that creates I believe that stickiness factor which allows you even if you do something in a similar space as someone else to really stand out from them. I absolutely agree with that. And it comes up for me so often in my business because this is such a sticking point for me. I come from the social work background where you're not supposed to share anything about yourself. (laughs) And coming into the entrepreneur space where you're supposed to be your whole person, essentially, it's it was hard to transition into that. Like, how do I be professional and be a person and share myself? And what are the boundaries? And so I've navigated that pretty. It's been a journey, I will say. It's definitely not perfect, but I feel like, you know, recently, more recently, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people saying, oh my gosh, I feel like I relate so much to this thing that you shared. And um, this quote that uh, somebody that I saw on stage recently, her name's Jericho uh, Lee, and she talked about how the more personal you can be, the more universal a story is. Mm -hmm. And I, I just so resonate with that message of like sharing something will touch Um, you know, just strike a chord inside of somebody else and draw you in even more to that person. 
Yeah. No, I, I love that. I couldn't agree more. So you talked about being really clear on your packaging, your services, your offerings, all of that. I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, I, I agree. I think that social media and the online world has evolved so much from where it once was that those strategies of like posting or just being a guest blogger or whatever the case, like they simply don't satisfy the appetite of the consumer today. You have to show up in a much more real, meaningful way now. And even, you know, in a way where there's a two-way conversation many times in order to give people what they need to to feel like they can make an educated buying decision about your product or service. So what are some of the, you know, kind of tactical um, break out of overwhelm things that you help your clients with? Because I know we're we're in the summer months here. Kids are getting off of school. This is when overwhelm and, and a lot of businesses, quite frankly, slip back pretty pretty hard in the summer because of clients feeling that sense of overwhelm because they can't keep up with everything on the plate. So they kind of are like, all right, I'm just not even going to try over the summer months because I can't manage it all. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing is total permission for what it is that you want to do, right? Like we have mm-hmm. to check into ourselves and say, okay, what is it that I actually want? Not what else is everyone going to do or what do what will other people think of me if I take some time off? Um, and for many moms, this is a big thing because we go from having full-time childcare, aka school, to having no care. And then we're like playing carpool person and, you know, taking them to this and that activity. And so I think that's one thing that we just need to like be very clear about what our intentions are and honest to ourselves. So for full permission there. And then the other thing is I think my people, and I don't know if yours are the same way, but like my audience is so ideas driven. They have all the ideas in the shower. Mm -hmm. They get all the ideas while they're listening to a podcast or in the shower or whatever. And we, I always tell people to park it in their million dollar idea parking lot. So for me, it's just a Trello board that I just dump all of my ideas into and I let it sit. And every quarter I check into that board and some of those things that you're like, I need to take action on this right now. It doesn't always actually pan out to be the best idea. I'll come back to mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was really fired up. But this is actually not a great idea to take action on. And I'm really glad that I stewed on it for a little bit. And now I see a different perspective. Oh, so true. I can see clearly now, right? You take a breath and you go back to it. But I do think that is um, – I, I love that because I think that if it stands the test of time, then in fact – it's something to take action on, right? But right. if it's only something that's the excitement of the moment, I always say, you know, it's fun, exciting, and sexy for about the first 90 days, and then you get into doing the work of it, and it gets really hard and really ugly really quick, right? Because it's a lot so easier true. to start something new than it is to follow through, right? But the follow through is where the the profit and the success comes from. So, so true. I love that the comment that you made about the follow through, I think the follow through is where people, you know, the professionals really stand out. Like the people really are able to take action on the things that you said you're going to do. And for me, there's certain times where I come up with this idea and I'm like, I really need to take action on this. And I'll look at my goals and say, what needs to come off my plate? It's kind of like when my husband tells me you can't have any more mugs. If you're going to bring a mug, (laughs) 
if you bring a mug home, you're going to have to get rid of another one. It's the same way for my goals. If I want to take action, I have to take something off the shelf. So um, it's like having that precise focus and knowing exactly what you're trying to make an impact on where you're trying to move the, the momentum forward is like, I think that's the, the symbol of a CEO making those solid decisions. I couldn't agree more. I think I actually did a podcast episode. I'm still laughing about the mugs. That is so funny. My (laughs) husband, actually, I walked downstairs. I've been getting all these t-shirts for my other company. We've been doing all these photo shoots with all these like funny mom t-shirts and, you know, stuff like that. And he come and I walked downstairs and he goes, is someone paying you? Like, where are these t-shirts coming from? He's like, no more, (laughs) no more graphic t-shirts. I'm like, all right, I'll stop. I'm going to get it under locks. But, um, no, I couldn't agree more. And it's, it's just, it's so true. Um, it, that's, that's absolutely it. So when, when someone's just, you know, has all these like million dollar ideas and they're, they're a great starter, but not a great finisher. Um, and you know, they're maybe not as good at, you know, when I put something on, I take something off that methodology, Mm -hmm. you know, what are some things that, um, or maybe an exercise that you take your clients through Raina to help them determine whether or not this is an idea that they should actually take action on? Yeah, so that's a little bit of a complex question. And I'm actually interested in your answer to this too. But I think one of the biggest things to ask is to understand where the client is. And if the priority is, sometimes the priority is profit, right? And making sure that they are making more money that if that's the case, you have to ask yourself, is this project going to take that to the next level? Alternatively, if they're kind of burnt out and they need a passion project, they need like a kindling of the fire and like getting that spark back, then we'll look at those lists and say, okay, is this going to get you really excited? Is that going to get you propelled to to do the next thing? Um, and so I think it really depends on where my clients are and it's not a one size fits all for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious about your answer for this. Yeah, no, same thing. I think it's looking at the end goal of the business, where the business is in the trajectory, and whether or not that thing in the immediate future is going to help them take the next step towards the the long-term goals of the business. But I do think there's different there's different situations that kind of call for a different thing. In some instances, you know, I feel like people need to slow down on things that are going to be short-term objectives and take a breath and and really work on things that are more of a long-term strategic move. People sure. things, infrastructure things, system things that will allow them in the future to scale, you know, versus other times where people need to stop with a lot of the, you know, tactical things that they're are doing in the minute to minute, um, but really take action on different things that are going to do quick revenue production if that's what they need. And then I think there's a third category, and this is, you know, I come up against this a lot with, um, you know, my more advanced entrepreneurs, which is when there's actually like a fulfillment void that needs to be filled, a creative void that needs to be filled. Absolutely. And that's when I think you have to really give your permission, yourself permission to be like, okay, pick one of those ideas out of the million dollar bucket and be okay if it isn't going to add to your revenue for the next six months or a year because you need that to keep your entrepreneurial fire burning and you already have the basics covered, you know? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly how we kind of determine the, you know, in the operations sphere, in the profit sphere, in the, you know, passion sphere, there's different parts and in different seasons of entrepreneurship, I think that there's different needs. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, definitely. So for the creatives that are great starters, not great finishers, um, what are some tips that you have for those people that have those hundred tabs open? Yeah, um, you know, to kind of work through that and and get refocused, especially in these summer months. Yeah, it's interesting because I think a lot of people will say that they're creative, but I get a lot of people who aren't necessarily like typical creatives, which is kind of fun. I I call my people right-brained and heart-centered people who want to make an impact in the world, mm-hmm. and most of them tend to be creative, and that's great. Um, but to answer your question, I think one of the biggest things that I see for these entrepreneurs is that they have terrible to-do lists. I'm so sorry, guys. Let's audit your to-do list. <laughs> I have seen everything from start a podcast. That's not a to-do list item. That is a goal. Um, to I don't I can't even think of anything right now. But like pretty in-depth projects on people's to-do list, and they get so discouraged and so like frustrated. Yesterday I was talking to somebody, and she was like, "I have to do these five things," and one of those five things was schedule her social media. And this is kind of like a in, in the nitty gritty. But if you think about it, she had never she hadn't created any of the content for her social media. Um, she hadn't written the blog post. She hadn't done um, the pulled the graphics any of it. And I was like, okay, there's like five steps within this schedule your social media line item, right? And I was like, you need to break it out into anything that goes on your to-do list has to be something that is 30 to 60 minutes long. And if you're not doing that, you're basically hindering yourself from getting that momentum feeling of being able to cross something off your list or checking something off in Asana or whatever. Um, our brains love that that chemistry of like knowing that we did something. And so if you hold yourself back by putting schedule social media and you didn't do any of the prior work, then you're going to hold yourself back. So we want you to like think about how to uh, distill down what you're actually putting onto your to-do list and thinking about it in terms of what are the actual tasks, not what's the finished product necessarily. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I think everybody needs that reminder. And I think that's where that overwhelm comes from when like an 85-step uh, process yeah. is listed as an item. And no, we're never going to have those quiet eight hours to uh, work on that one to do. And so it gets carried over mm-hmm. from year to year to year, right? Exactly. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. So, and what are some of your most fun, you know, client um, situations that you really enjoy working on, Rena? Like what, like what really fires you up? What fires me up is to help people feel really rock solid in what their value is. And what's interesting is that we call this the sparkle factor. Finding people's sparkle factor gets me so lit up because what people typically do is that they jump right into their businesses and start their marketing and then they get drained by not finding the most dreamy dream clients. And they haven't really articulated who those people are, but they know who the not dreamy clients are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finding the the difference between kind of like the a Venn diagram between who you really want to serve, what you want to do, and that sweet spot in the middle of like, this is how I want to show up for people. This is my unique value. This is my personality all wrapped into that. And being really ruthless about only offering those things and only offering it to the right people and allowing them to enjoy more peace in their inside their businesses, freedom inside their businesses. And also that translates into profitability at the end. Love, 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 and love all of that. So, so good. So uh, that brings up a, a, a really good point, actually, that I think we should spend a couple minutes on, which is, you know, I don't think anything brings up the issue of self-worth 
like mm. having to promote your own business, right? Yes. Um, if yes. there's one thing that is like the trigger of all triggers for people to bring out like any of your stuff, it's having to go out and promote your business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the issue of self-worth, I think, has come up for every entrepreneur and continues to come up at every level of entrepreneurship. What are some pieces of advice that you have for entrepreneurs listening today? Um, you know, just in terms of like getting back to rebuilding and building their confidence, their belief in themselves, you know, their ability to go out there and boldly claim um, their space in the market to work with those dream clients, you know, knowing that they want it, they deserve it, and they can own that that space. Oh my gosh, I love this question so much. So um, I recently read a statistic about people that work, of the people that work, about 70% of us experience um, imposter syndrome. And I would say that's like 100% entrepreneurs and the rest of them are like in the corporate yes. world. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think when you put yourself out there as your own brand and you have to represent yourself and you have to be your loudest spokesperson, it can be really intimidating, especially for people who have never done this before. And I think that the biggest thing that I can do as a coach like and a therapist, former therapist, I think one of my best things that I can share with the audience is that our fear is built in us as a survival mechanism. It's here for us to make sure that we don't jump off of a cliff, that we don't get eaten by a bear, right? Like all of those like physical danger stuff is built in us so that we can survive. And it's overridden a lot of social circumstances now to, and like our like fear response fires Mm -hmm. whenever we feel a little bit out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying, I'm going to punch the fear in the face, which is what I, I hear a lot of people saying, instead of that say, you know what, thank you so much for like showing me that I'm like, I'm supposed to be scared. And the fear is just built in us. So thank you for, you know, allowing me to survive. And I'm actually okay. Like this, like sending this pitch out isn't going to kill me. Sending this proposal out for, you know, $100,000 isn't going to kill me. Um, This next thing that I want to do is kind of scary, but I've got this. And so kind of having gratitude for that fear that's coming up um, allows us to actually turn the volume down on that loud voice. And sometimes we feel like that voice is one in the same as us. But if we can externalize that voice and say, you know what, you're just a character. Actually, one of my clients um, named her fear Bob and she got a little dinosaur figurine. And every time Bob would like be shouting at her, she wouldn't recognize it until I said, hey, is that Bob? And she'll like throw Bob across the wall. And (laughs) just it's one of those things that when you can externalize that fear response and say, you know what, it's okay. It's not going to scare, it's not going to, you know, make me be hurt or homeless or, you know, whatever the big fears are with entrepreneurship, I'm going to lose my company. Most of the, most of the time, those things do not happen, right? And so we have to kind of tone it down a little bit and tell us, tell ourselves that we are more capable than we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, it's, it's so important. Um, so, you know, what would kind of be like your maybe top tips for entrepreneurs just, you know, based on the work that you do, um, you know, with these creative thinkers that have big ideas that, you know, want to make a difference and, and, you know, keep, keep them, their life in order in the process. What would be like your, your maybe top two or three parting pieces of advice for them? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing is life is too 
dang short to not love every single day. And we need to figure out what that is. And like being in the pursuit of what is most important to us, like it's not really like a business tip, but just in life and in business, we have to pursue those things or else somebody will choose those things for us Mm -hmm. and choose to spend our time for us. And so that's one thing. And I think that that ultimately like, like kind of trickles down to everything else that I do and prioritizing ruthlessly is one of those things, but also being fearless in, I hate the word fearless because I think that fear is a good thing, but like being brave to show up as you are and all of those things that people told you you can't do or can't be, or, you know, you're not worth it or you're not enough. All of those things actually inform the way we show up in our lives and are an opportunity and a door to connect with our audience because everyone else has felt that way too. And so the more you can be vulnerable, the more you can share about yourself and, you know, be a professional at the same time, I think that gives so much access to other people to relate to you and to be able to buy from you or work with you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Perfect. Excellent. Well, I know you have some amazing resources and, and great places that people can connect and find you. Um, what is the best place for listeners to connect? Yeah. So we have a couple different things. So the first thing I think I mentioned already is reinaco.com forward slash verticals. Mm-hmm. That's our verticals organization board. It allows you to like map out where people are going in and coming out and what conversations you're having, what you are going to be known for. Um, we also have a pitch template too through that. So if you are pitching things and you want to be seen in a particular way, that it's a really fun way to um, get that download. We also have a really fun challenge all about that sparkle factor that we just talked about. And it's a challenge called forget the rest and all about setting yourself apart. It's totally, you know, you go through it and you know exactly what your thing is. So it's a five day challenge. Go through it. It's rainandco.com forward slash forget. That is so cool. I love it. Okay, guys, go check that out. So if you've been one of those people that's kind of been like, how do I stand out? How do I know where I belong? How do I, you know, be my own unique version of this thing, this great thing that I do to help people and you've been having trouble putting your hands or your head around that, I would definitely recommend going through the challenge. That sounds awesome, Rena. Thank you so much. Um, so guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. So much goodness here for you to take and pick something to focus on. Take action on array. Uh, you know, pass the episode along to someone that you think needs to hear the message. Rena, thank you so much for being our special guest this week. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. You got it. And to all my listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you guys so, so much for being the best audience in the world, for showing up and believing in yourselves. And remember, until next time, to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to learn more about how you can build, grow, and scale a wildly profitable online business and get the coaching, tools, training, resources and support to do it quickly online. I want you to go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes to check out my wildly popular business incubator, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur. You can go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes to get started today.